Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, Pastor Eli James, along with my co-host Michael from Sweden. And uh, yeah, we're talking about the ABCs of COVID, the ABCs of Christian identity, tracing the Israel people into Europe from uh, all the way back from 745 BC when the uh, Israelites were taken captive by the Assyrians crossed the Caucasus Mountains into Europe, and that's how we got to be known as the Caucasian people. And this used to be very common knowledge because uh, we have mentioned in the past, Michael, that the Mormons were actually a branch of Christian Israel, but never really uh, acknowledged as such. They, they did teach that the white race are the Israelites, okay? And uh, but because they have been so horribly corrupted in, in modern times by Freemasonry, they no longer teach that. So uh, we found an article of, about how Israel was uh, spread throughout Europe. And so this this was a common teaching among the Mormons. I think I have something. It has something to do with the murder of Joseph Smith. And uh, maybe some rabbis uh, didn't like that, that the Mormons were teaching that. So how are you doing this morning, Michael? I'm doing very good. Thank you very much. Yeah, this yeah. is the kind of topic that I really find so intriguing, the tracing the, yeah, the migrations and how we ended up where we are today. And I think it's, a, it's a, unfortunately, as I said, it's a lost um, knowledge among our people, but it's so important that they know who they are. Because if you don't know who you are and your enemy, you will lose every battle. That's so right. that's what our people are doing right now. Unfortunately, they are losing every battle. Those that take this jab. Uh, this arm mRNA um, jab, they are losing because they doesn't know their enemy and they don't know who themselves are. Yes. So, yeah. Um, and I'll be right back with you. Okay. And this is a definitely an assault on our DNA, folks. Don't don't have any illusions about that. This is an assault on our DNA by the international Jew, led by the Jew Bill Gates. Uh, by Jewish uh, geneticists at, at Pfizer and uh, and other and Moderna and other places, uh, the abortion industry run by Jews Bill Gates II, uh, uh, Bill Gates III's father, big abortionist, and of course uh, the, the uh, eugenicist Bill Gates III is the leading sa- satanic force behind the genocide that is called. COVID-19. And so here we are, uh, one and a half years after event 201, in which Bill Gates and company told us they were going to create a disease and get us all sick and and then have their solution. You know, uh, the, the dialectical process of creating a problem, suggesting a solution, and implementing it. Okay, that's the dialectical, the Jewish dialectic by which this COVID and lockdown and all this other shenanigans, uh, the the only way to really put it is genocidal warfare against us. That's what it that's what it's all about. Now, since they've yeah, since they've always had uh, the desire to genocide uh, the vast majority of the human species 
because they want to have this planet all to themselves and just keep a few non-Jews as their slaves, you know, they're going full tilt and spreading this disease with their jab to every nation around the world. And by God, every kind of adverse reaction under the sun, stuff we could never have predicted, like swollen tongues, we, we, we predicted there would be breathing difficulties and flu-like symptoms, but some of this stuff is really bizarre, including the case of the guy, I don't know what country he was in, but uh, his body was radiating his, his vaccination info to all kinds of devices, including computers, television sets, his cell phone. Any, in any case, as we predicted here on Eurofolk Radio, folks, that the Gates jab would turn you into a living, robotic, uh, walking debit card slash credit card. And that video proves it, Michael. Uh, we're, yeah, we're, that, that's yeah. scary. And I don't know if that would prove points among people if you do like that. Put on your Bluetooth and here, can I connect to you? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, and, and plus the, the some of the uh, vaccination sites are magnetic. And people have been producing videos of their uh, refrigerator magnets sticking to their arms where they got where they got the shot. I mean, this is this is like out of the Twilight Zone, you know, the science fiction series in America that was very popular. But even worse, the Outer Limits. The Outer Limits was a much scarier version of the Twilight Zone, where it uh, it took you into alternate realities. That was really I really enjoyed watching the Outer Limits as a kid. That was my favorite science fiction show, and uh, you know, because it was always very intriguing the, the ideas they presented. But here we are, folks. We are walking in a living in a, an episode of the Outer Limits, and there's no telling how far they will go to destroy us that's really what's yeah. happening yes yeah and as you said uh, i think it was uh, on a show that the deuce uh, when they go in for the kill they, they doesn't mess around yes yeah they, uh, yeah and uh, and and fear is the motivating fear is the greatest motivator of all okay so the whole purpose of uh, this gates propaganda machine you know, which is financed by the Rothschilds, uh, the United Nations, the World Health Organization, all part of the Jewish machinery in these end times. They're, they've produced fear, and people will do anything if you get them afraid. And that's what's happening. The, the fear is the main motivator for people getting the jab, and they have lost all common sense, if there ever was any such a thing as common sense. But uh, a healthy skepticism is what uh, used to prevail in our species, but not anymore, because fear has overcome that skepticism. All right, folks, uh, go ahead. Fear could be false evidence appearing real. Yes, that's exactly right. And then in uh, Revelation chapter 21 or 22, I forget which, where it uh, where the people of the earth are judged, you know, the, the uh, fornicators, the murderers, the, uh, you know, I think it says doctors in there somewhere too, <laughs> big pharma. You know, the, the number, the very first item listed is the fearful. The fearful will not get into the kingdom. Why do you think? No. Yeah, why do you think that is, Michael? 
Yeah, because the the fear one the fearful one is they that obeying Satan and and um, the Edomite uh, Jewish tribes. They are the one doing exactly what they are saying. They never mess. They never never think. They are fearful and they are taking the jab. Yes. For example, they are the That's one that's right. going to take it. They take every so they they will be condemned for that because they didn't. Uh, because I mean, if you don't have the courage to stand up for God's law, then you will have to suffer the consequence for not doing it. That's right. That's right. Yeah, or as I said last night, everybody's obeying the eleventh commandment, which is trust your doctor. They ignore the first ten commandments, but they trust their doctors. And wow, that and because of fear, the fear mongering episode uh, that the world, the entire planet, is going through right now is simply incredible, Michael. I, it, it, who who would have thought that the, the world would be so gripped by fear? that they would all commit suicide. It's like drinking the purple Kool-Aid, the Jim Jones episode, all over again. Drink the purple Kool-Aid. Now it becomes in a hypodermic needle now. Yeah, and then it's kind of also to, I don't know, to, I mean, circumvent the problem that you in America has a lot of um, experienced veterans that are very savvy towards communists. But here they try to circumvent it and try to, shoot them with a jab instead it's kind of sneaky and then they also oh. get a lot of problem with because all of this also i guess also get get uh, the supply lines among for example for ammunition and stuff like this i guess is hampered by this so they try to to hit everything with multiple uh, i don't know they achieve a lot of stuff with their with their moves unfortunately yes uh swamp fox has a, a little uh uh, simile here, one young devil asked the old man, how did you manage to bring so many souls to hell? And the old devil answered, I instilled fear in them, right? Fear is the, ma- the main motivator of uh, the human beings. Uh, doesn't matter whether they're white, black, brown, yellow, uh, pink, green, whatever. Fear is the main motivator, and if you can get people to be afraid, they will run. They will run like crazy away from a, a phantom. <laughs> a phantom, as the Bible predicts, they will run away from phantoms. We will run yeah, away from phantoms. Yeah, they are afraid of their own shadows. You can yeah, stand. Right. You can. You can scare them by just jump toward them without having a face mask. I guess soon. And right will, there, you go. They will run. Yeah. Oh, you're not wearing a face mask. Get it. Oh, oh, oh. Arrest that man. All right. Yeah, this, that's how crazy people are. Absolutely uh, childish. These, these people are adults. Amazing. All right. Well, let's get to our main subject for today, which is an LDA, the Church of Latter-day Saints, otherwise known as the Mormons, and how the Mormons used to teach that the blood of Israel... Uh, is contained in the Caucasian people of Europe. Over to you, Michael. Yeah, so this is, uh, I guess, this, yeah, this is what we have been teaching also that, um, that, um, yeah, that the modern day European people, the Caucasian people, are the descendants of the 12 tribes of Israel. And yes. uh, we have not disappeared. We are no. here still live and kicking, and we will yeah. never disappear. Yeah, I don't think the Mormons take on the Jewish questions and the fact that the Jews are not Israelites. I, I don't think they touch that subject. Uh, my understanding is that Joseph Smith, who was the founder of uh, Mormonism, uh, Church of the Latter-day Saints, 
he had uh, he had a rabbi that he consulted, so that consequently he would probably not touch the Jewish question. But I have a feeling that uh, Joseph Smith was murdered uh, because of that rabbi. And uh, he was set up and actually murdered here in Illinois in a little town called Nauvoo, where the Mormons had set up uh, before moving out west to Utah. So they had to move out west because they were a persecuted minority group, all right, of white people who uh, were exclusively white, except they had some Jews <laughs> running around, which was uh, probably their downfall, okay, as is the downfall of all white nations who have any dealings with Jews. So this is entitled, uh, From the Times and Seasons, I guess it's a magazine uh, put out by the Mormons, uh, The Blood of Israel in Europe by Wilfried Deco. Over to you, Michael. Yes, this will be interesting to see their um, the perspective that they hold there. And um, yes, and yes. So let's get started. Um, at the multi-state conference in Berlin in 2010, area president um, Erich uh, W. Uh, Kop, um, Kopich, uh, Kopischke. Quoted, Kopischke. That, that's Kopischke. a Swedish. That's a Swedish name, Michael. <laughs> no, I don't really recognize it. <laughs> okay. Definitely German. Uh, Kapischke. Yeah. Kapischke. Uh, uh, quoted Joseph Smith, Smith as having declared that, quote, England, Germany, Norway, Denmark, Switzerland, Holland, and Belgium have a considerable amount of the blood of Israel among the people which must be gathered out. End quote. It was surprising. Uh. Uh, to be reminded of the doctoral concept. Yeah, we've, we Mormons have forgotten about that, haven't we? Oh, okay. Yeah, so he reminded, Mr. Kopischke reminded them. Yeah, because that was apparently also something that Joseph Smith, yeah. Smith has been yeah. um, uh, teaching. And, and for me, that is not so aware. The Mormons, Joseph Smith, when were he assassinated? In what yeah. year? What year were they active? Yeah. Oh, this was uh, eighteen early eighteen hundreds as they were traveling across America. Ah. Okay. Okay. And after yeah. that, after he were murdered, he then the, I guess yeah. their their turn changed it a bit. Well, uh, they had to migrate from Illinois to Utah. I'm trying to remember the uh, guy's name, the successor to Joseph Smith, uh, and uh, you know they just had to get away from everybody. And uh, you know, that's why they went to Utah because they were they were pretty much a hated group of white people because uh, well because of their multiple marriages right uh, having multiple wives uh, that that was frowned upon by just about everybody in those days so they simply had to get away from uh, those uh, Judeo Christians <laughs> right because uh, Judeo Christianity was already flourishing in those days here in America and they just had to get away could find a place of their own and uh, they did in Utah oh okay All so right. let's continue yeah older members members who grew up with um, quote doctoral answers and quote of Joseph uh, Fielding Smith and Bruce R. McConkie uh, are no doubt well acquainted with the notion. Scores of Europeans, especially in northern countries, are literal descendants of the House of Israel through the Lost Tribes, uh, in particular the tribe of Ephraim. 
that would explain why so many British and Scandinavian citizens in 19th century were willing to accept the gospel for their, quote, uh, believing blood. And Amen. Quote, mm-hmm. Yes. Well uh, recognizing the truth. Yes. This mm-hmm. is, they, we were a bit stubborn in the beginning and up in the north before we accepted Christianity. <laughs> but when we did, we did uh, defend it also pretty stubborn when, we, right. when we recognized it. Yes, amen. Unfortunately, that has in Sweden fell away. We are now among the most atheistic nation countries in the in the world, I believe. Unfortunately, yes, because of the the this uh, communist uh, socialist government we have today. Yeah, uh, even though you're not wearing face masks, you're, you're still a bunch of commies, <laughs> right? <laughs> okay, yeah. Probably yeah. because, oh, cashless, uh, about... Ca- cashless commies. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I also thought about that. That it could be that they have reached so far in Sweden with their communist socialist plan. That's why they haven't done any lockdowns because they, they doesn't need it. They have already they don't need it. Yeah, slaves. Yeah, already. I don't. That, I think that be. explains it. You know, because we were wondering why didn't Sweden lock down? Why didn't Sweden uh, impose face masks? That's because well, they didn't need to. <laughs> you're, you're, already in those days, and I was amazed when both you and Fritjof told me that you don't use cash in Sweden. It's all done by electronic uh, and other means. Yeah, they've imposed a cashless society there, one hundred percent. Unbelievable. Back to you. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, as these thousands of European converts headed to the call um, to emigrate to Zion, first to Nau and then to uh, Deseret. Yeah, so he's ta- Nauvoo, Illinois, and Deseret. I don't know where that is. It's probably in, that might have been in Missouri because they had to mm. cross the Mississippi River to get away from the mobs that were persecuting them here in Illinois. And then they ultimately had to move to Utah. Back to you. Yeah. So it sounds you have mindless, uh, dumb, I don't know what we'll call them, yeah. white. Uh, yeah. yeah those, those mindless people still existed as there in those time, as in those, those time we have today, unfortunately. I hear. Exactly. Yes. Caring to see that. Uh, it is scary. Trying to be righteous with uh, our Heavenly Father Yahweh, we get persecuted for it. Yeah. But I also have a, a feeling that Freemasonry was involved there too. Okay. So we, we could uh, do a show about that particular subject uh, uh, Mormonism and Freemasonry. And uh, of course, the rabbis brag about having uh, controlled Freemasonry and the Illuminati, et cetera, et cetera. So I think there was a conspiracy against Joseph Smith orchestrated by that same rabbi that he trusted, but that's just speculation uh, right now. We'll, we'll find out for sure at some point. Okay, thanks. Thank you, Michael. Yeah, okay. It became common to say these, quote, Israelites, end quote, savored the uh, fledgling church in America, injecting it with the sheer numbers, their good, goods, tools, skills, and knowledge. In 1890, two-thirds of the Utah population um, consisted of such immigrants and their children. Mormons were exclusively white. They were exclusively white Christians. Uh, So they were actually a version version of Christian identity without being called such. Back to you. Yeah, but they were persecuted. That's... 
Um, genetic studies confirms the ancestry of white Utah Mormon residents as being 61% British, 31% Scandinavian, with Swiss and German for most of the remainder. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, white, Caucasian. Yeah, Caucasian Israelites. So they had this conception that they were Caucasian Israelites. All right. Uh, there are other movements in America, uh, the, the Herbert W. Armstrong, Worldwide Church of God. There were lots of them in the early 1900s, 20s and 30s and 40s. That group has disintegrated. Uh, now we, we understand the Mormons actually had a version of Christian Israel. Uh, Henry Ford and his followers like Gerald L.K. Smith, who was a Klansman, they taught Christian identity. And of course, we have British Israel also teaching a version of Christian identity. Uh, the movement actually started in, in Britain, but uh, you know, once it came to America, it, 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 we started teaching the Jews are not the house of Judah or the tribe of Judah, they're imposters. And so that's where American Israel differs from British Israel. Back to you. Yeah, and couldn't British, British Israel have been um, uh, co-opted by the Rothschild to get, yes. uh, to get Palestine? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, they, they, that's a good point. The Rothschilds needed the support of the British people to uh, invade Palestine, right? And so uh, the Rothschilds have always supported British Israel as long as they officially taught that the Jews are a tribe of Judah, <laughs> right? Quid pro quo. Back to you. Yeah. Okay. In the 1960s and 70s, lost tribes, Israel, blood in Europe, as well as a somewhat implausible ex um, explications in popular Mormon books, slowly faded out of official view. Okay. So he's saying that Mormons, the Mormons used to teach the Israel identity message, but for some reason it faded away. Why did it fade away? Let's see if he explains. Uh, I think the, that you pointed out the Freemasons have their hand in this. Um, church manuals and magazines turn to what cor correlation emphasized as the more central tenets of the faith, um, fit for an expanding worldwide church. Oh, multicultural, it sounds like here. <laughs> right. That's the downfall of vir virtually every uh, formerly pure white Christian church, yes. The 1978 lifting of the priesthood ban also led to a growing awareness of the racist backdrop. That had <laughs> Crept in. No, it, it wasn't a, a backdrop. It was racist, period, because they were all white people. What do you expect? from white people to, to hate themselves? Oh, no, that didn't happen until later. Back to you. <laughs> yeah, but that's also, when we get together, we get accused of everything. When yes. everybody else get, get together, they are just uh, yeah, owning just... Their, their ancestors. Yeah, right, there you go. <laughs> Ancestor worship. <laughs> but we're not allowed to worship our ancestors, like Yahweh and Adam, right, and Seth. We're not allowed to worship them. <laughs> Back to you. No, but then they are hate. We are hateful. That's right. That is truth. Yeah. That is truth, and that yeah. flies in the face. And they know. They know it, and we know it. And that I guess they hate that. Yeah. yeah, the double standard just reeks with hypocrisy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. 
Mm. Yeah, uh, right. That, that, <laughs> it leaves an awful taste in your mouth, right? <laughs> yeah, it is. That is double standards. It's an awful yeah. taste because it's yeah. hypocrisy, and that is, yeah, the leaven of the Pharisees. Yep. Amen. That that crept into the church more than a century before. Uh, okay. Here they say, it, where this, as it says, it confirms that you said it was yeah. a white separate, separatist uh, church, I guess. That's right. Uh, the relation between racial lineage and degree of faithfulness is the uh, pre-existence uh, became an away awkward, awkward topic. Awkward uh-huh. topic. Uh-huh. Yeah, very awkward for them. Well, I guess I don't know why. Well, I'm sure it's because of Freemasonry creeping into Mormonism, and that's that's the only reason why it would become awkward. Uh, you know, there isn't much public acknowledgement of uh, by Mormons of the, of these changes. So maybe this author will elucidate all this. He's really apologizing here for the quote unquote racism of the older Mormon Church. You know, now, now they're more integrated. Are they any happier? Do you think they're any happier, Michael? <laughs> no, let's ask them. Hmm. They are probably as Catholic as the, as the Catholic Pope. <laughs> as himself. the Pope, right? Yeah, like the churches here in Sweden. They are they are more Catholic than the Pope here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I, I wonder where the, did the revolution, what to say, where did the Reformation from Luther take gone its way? It has disappeared, unfortunately. Yeah, it's disappeared. Sweden. It's also become Catholic. That is universal. Yep. Yeah. Um, to refer to the to that relation as justification for the priesthood ban is now simply, quote, not done, end quote, as Randy Bott found out, okay? The church um, reacted strongly to his folks' pass. Faux pas, which means he, he, he made a, uh, an embarrassing statement in public. <laughs> a faux pas, back to you. Okay, that's what's French. That was too much yeah, for me. Right, yeah, yeah. Okay. I quote. Uh, we do that all the time. <laughs> right. Sorry. Okay. Quote. The church is not bound by um, speculations or opinions given with limited understanding. We um, condemn racism, including any and all past racists by indi- individuals, both inside and outside the church. And so quote. this is what he said. But in other words, they have been Judaized. We yeah. we we have become Judaized. My, yeah. my, that would be the honest way of saying it. Back to you. I looked at the footnote where that what came from. Some uh-huh. article, two thousand and twelve. Okay. So anyway, okay. Uh, at least they're admitting that they they used to be uh, pro-white, <laughs> and uh, you know as as they were, and they had to be because it was all white people, Caucasian Israelites. Uh, coming to America following Joseph Smith. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, how can this notion of European um, electivity based on blood composition still be understood without um, racialist innuendos? Innuendos. No, it can't. <laughs> because. The covenant message is about the Adamic species and their descendants, our descendants, okay, our, and our predecessors. That's what it's all about. If you actually read the Bible, which Mormons yeah. do, I think, but they have their yeah. own. Yeah, they have their own Bible. Yeah. Yeah, they don't. They doesn't see that it's a book of DNA. It is the That's tracing right. the lineage of our people. Amen. 
And that history continues still today, but it's not written maybe in the scriptures, but it's written in our history of our yes. people. Yeah, right. Um, so in this article, I first give some background on the origin of the um, notion before portraying the present situation. Next, I suggest positive aspects of the notions of, quote, a believing blood, end quote, end quote, lineage, end quote. Okay. Finally. I discuss also some drawbacks of the present references to Israelite blood in Europe. There are no what drawbacks. Is, what is the drawbacks? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what? Okay, origin of the notion. Okay, well, the origin of the notion is the Bible, the covenant people. All right? Jesus was white. Adam was white. Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob were white. They were all white. They were all Adam kind, which means to show blood in the face. I doubt that he's actually going to quote scripture here, but we'll see. Back to you. Yes. Okay. So here we have Arnold Green and Amand Moss. Moss have well documented the origin of the notion of Israelite blood in Europe. I summarize their research and analysis. Is there some persons, someone you know? You know those names? Uh, wait a minute. Hold on. Uh, oops. Uh, I somehow <laughs> repeat that, please. I have to, uh, I have to refresh my page. Yeah, Arnold Green and um, Armand Mouse. Someone is this some persons you know about? No, no, I haven't heard those names before. Okay, let's see what they have to say. Um, from the early days of uh, Mormonism, two doctoral approaches appear side by side. One expressing a high regard for Israel's uh, elect lineage. Yeah. The other emphasizing mm -hmm. the gospel's universe, universalism. Which ah, directly okay. So they've been, they, they were infected by universalism. Yes. Mm -hmm. That's downfall. Yes. Um, the, relation, the relation between lineage and universalism is an issue that also the early Christian church had to confront as various events and discussions in Acts and Epistles demonstrate. Both approaches can be found in the Book of Mormon and the Doctrine and Covenants. Hence, the possibility of selecting verses that give more support to one uh, position or the other. Okay, so it sounds like Mormonism went through uh, the full spectrum of having the covenant message and then universalizing it uh, uh, gradually, as Judeo-Christianity has done, okay? Which uh, it started out, there was no, no Christian in the world who was non-white until probably the 20th century, okay? That's when the conversion to quote-unquote Christianity by European missionaries began. So, and this, uh, this is a, a totally suspect approach because, for one thing, our attempt to convert the other races to Christianity has been a miserable, miserable, miserable failure. Yeah, because they, this is not in them. It doesn't like no. in them to... This doesn't ring true with them. It doesn't ring with them. Because they don't have believing blood. That's a no. very good concept. Believing blood, right? And lineage. Yeah, so then you can't because 
uh, he, our words doesn't uh, what do you say ring with them as Jesus That's Christ right. also Yeshua said. Yeah, they just get a ringing in the ears. <laughs> That's all they get. Yes. All right. Okay. So um, Joseph Smith frequently stressed um, universalism. Okay. He did. Okay. Interesting. Okay. So maybe he he was a Freemason because Freemasonry is universalism, no doubt about it. Yeah. Was this influence from his uh, uh, rabbi? Yeah. Right. <laughs> but within. It, um, he could simultaneously see the literal gathering of, of Israel and the uh, restoration of the ten tribes. Amen to uh, that. Very good. Yes. Mm-hmm. And only ten tribes. So where are the other ones? Yeah, where, where's, where's Judah and Benjamin? Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, Let's see. Okay. In, an original, in the uh, original perspective, white right. Europeans and Americans were considered Gentiles who could, um, through... Uh, conversion be adopted into the house of Israel. Uh, okay. Okay. But, but we are not Gentiles. That is a bad translation. It is right. nations. Right. Exactly. Yep. Uh, well, well, well but, Gentile meaning a non-Jew. Yeah, okay. but that's not yeah. true, really. <laughs> no, of course not. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a deliberately false definition. Yeah. To get the universalistic, um, yeah, get in those points, I guess. Right. So it sounds but, like uh, the uh, Mormon Church went through its uh, dispensationalist uh, movement. By dispensationalism, I mean that uh, those Christians who believe the Jews are the Israel of the of the Bible of the Old Testament, but because they rejected Jesus, they now have to wander around the world as outcasts until they convert back to true Christianity, which will never happen. <laughs> Right, so that's dispensationalism, folks, and it's all delusion. It's one hundred percent delusion. Back to you, Michael. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, but the recognition of the literal Israelite uh, descent, no, descendants, uh, descendants, which was first up- applied to Joseph Smith and his family, became gradually applied to all Later Day Saints. Okay, Are, is he talking about? Latter-day Saints of different races or the white race? I'm not aware that even to today that they mix, that uh, Mormons mix white and black or white and Indian. Uh, I'm pretty sure that they, uh, except for their you know, uh, Freemasonry, have pretty much stayed white. I, I still think they're close to 100% white. Maybe somebody in the chat room knows better. We'll see. Back to you. Mm-hmm. Um, such literal um, descendancy. Um, could be explained by the mixing of, quote, remnants, end quote, of scattered Israelites with Gentiles some, uh, somewhere in the ancestry. Okay, well, uh, but what he's calling Gentiles are actually Israelites, all right? He, he doesn't know that he's, he's uh, been fooled by Jewish terminology. Mm-hmm, yeah. Okay. Uh, so, so he's so, trying to explain something from his his uh, ignorant perspective that the Jews are Israelites, and so somehow, I think what he's trying to say is that by marrying, intermarrying with Jews, that uh, these Caucasians somehow become Israelites. No, they were already Israelites, irrespective of the Jews. Okay. So this just shows the confusion that uh, exists in the Mormon church today. I don't think Joseph Smith had any such confusion. 
He was white. Everybody around him was white. They considered themselves to be Israelites, and that's that. No, no need to apologize for that. Yeah, okay. but it would okay. be interesting to see if, if those thoughts come from Joseph Smith himself or was it someone else that gave yeah. him uh, advices? Yes. Okay. Okay. During the decades after Joseph Smith's death, in the creative period of doctoral expansion, uh, different explanations on the process and timing of gathering and um, conversions led to an array of viewpoints. Important for our topic are two developments which fed on elements presented in the scripture and in initial uh, Mormonism. Okay, so he's saying that at some point the uh, Mormons, who were exclusively white Israelite tribe, uh, rejected their uh, exclusivity as the, as the covenant people and became universalists. That's what he's saying. Although they didn't actually practice universalism by intermarriage, they simply preached it. And that's, of course, what Mormonism does today. Of course, uh, it's w one thing to say it, and it's another thing to practice it. So w we'll find out. Uh, I'm not aware, I've never seen a non-white Mormon. I mean, they come through Chicago all the time, knocking on people's doors and handing out leaflets. I've never seen a non-white Mormon, at least not here in Illinois. Back to you. Are the Mormons um, widespread movement in in Chicago area, or where are they as big? As yeah, big the, yeah. There's a Mormon church not far from here, and uh, they have churches all over the place. Uh, they're very aggressive in their uh, leafleting and going door to door and preaching. You know, in fact, I was accosted by a Mormon just a few days ago. I was working on my truck <laughs> out by the alley, and and a man and a woman came up to me and uh, gave me some Mormon literature. So okay. they're very active, yeah. But they were both are, white. They were clearly white. Yeah. Are they using some kind of special clothing that you see that they are from this? Or is it just they are very um, uh, uh, clothed, very as the normal, as the, what I say, as the common people? Well, it's it's very, very conservative. Uh, they typically wear black pants and white shirts. And if it's cold, you know, they'll wear a black coat uh, and a black overcoat. Uh, very simple garb. Nothing really special, but uh, it's almost always uh, black and white. Okay, yeah. black and white. Mm -hmm. Okay, so let's see, Mir, what he has to say here. First, there was British Israelism, or Anglo-Israelism, promoted by some marginal Protestant movements. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. um, it ref refined romantic myth about the biblical ancestor of the Anglo-Saxons. It's not myth. What kind of garbage is it say? <laughs> right? Well, they have to preach Judeo-Christianity now, right? It just shows how they have declined in their doctrine, which used to be biblical, but no longer is. No, it's, it's dark. it is the, they are preaching what the state tells them to do. Otherwise, it doesn't get any money. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right? <laughs> Unfortunately, they also uh, preach the COVID nonsense, I guess. They keep distance and uh, the shot and everything. So oh, yeah. More I, money, I guess, for that. I would imagine, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Widely popular became the story of the um, migration of the, quote, lost, end quote, um, ten tribes of Israel. Of course it is, because it's intriguing. It is truth. It rings truth in you. Of course it is yeah. intriguing and interesting. Especially if you've Why never heard it before, <laughs> right? It's very interesting. 
Yeah, yeah, because mm-hmm. everything starts to make sense. Yeah, it, no, it, can't have that, Michael. It, it, it stop making sense. We, you must be confused. No, I'm not Babel. I'm not in Babylon. <laughs> right? There you go. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> okay, um, so the, the, the apologetics in this article are kind of nauseating, but at least it gives us an explanation of the process of how Mormons were, for all intents and purposes, a version of Christian identity and how they lost it. Okay, back to you. Yeah. So, um, author uh, scrutinized in, quote, scientific fashion, end quote, the possible ancient path of such tribes across the uh, continent to the British Isles. Uh, British Israelism uh, tied in with um, glorifications of Anglo-Saxon cultural superiority, which became racist, um, racialist in tones as it um, contra- um, contrasted its achievements with um, primitive populations elsewhere in the world. Yes. Well, I mean, is there any doubt? You look at the magnificent cathedrals and the music halls, not to mention the music, the instruments, the technological advancements of the white European Caucasian Israel people and compare that to Africa and China and uh, South America, etc., and American Indians, so-called. No comparison. Absolutely no comparison. The, the, the other nations, other races are, in fact, primitive compared to us. That's not racist to say that. That's fact. Back to you. Yeah, and that's uh, though it flies in the face with them, but still, that's, yeah. uh, that's if you if, if you trace history. Yes, and that was not his maybe historicity. That's maybe the correct word to yeah. use. Yeah, ma- is, maybe we should is, stop using the wheel. <laughs> <laughs> and go uh, go back to riding horses or, or, or just driving cattle from one place to another. Maybe we should just abandon all of our uh, technological advancements and, and, and give it all up. Is that what he's wa- Is that what he wants? I, I don't think he wants to give up. No, his no, no, no. He doesn't want to give uh, give up his cushy position in the Mormon Church, right? But he he can badmouth it. That's what he's doing. Back to you. Yeah. Uh, similar romantic pride in mythological ancestry. Oh, and my goodness. <laughs> romantic pride. That's, that's what he thinks of his heritage. Amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and national glory arose in the Germanic and Scandinavian realms. In the 1880s, Mormon leaders integrated the assertions of British Israelism into the Mormon framework of Israelite um, Mm -hmm. descendants. Okay, well, this is why we don't hear about it anymore, because the Mormon church has utterly abandoned its Israelite heritage in favor of multiculturalism, at least in their rhetoric. Back to you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, to illustrate how the, quote, believing blood, end quote, of Ephraim had um, permitted Britain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Permitted. It did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it did. That's mm-hmm. true, but he tried to mock it. Yeah, he's mocking it. Yeah, he's making fun of it. Yeah. Like making always those kind of, I don't know, making up uh, sounds like you want to, yeah, you make fun of it and then you, you think you hit down the, the argument. You think you have, have put it to rest, but mm-hmm. not really. 
they added Scandinavia and Germanic countries as also part of these people responded to the preaching of the restored gospel. By the start of the 20th century, uh, the concept of Israelite blood in Northern Europe had become an integral part of Mormon, Mormon doc, um, doctrinal yeah. and often plain racist rhetoric. Well, that's because it was true, <laughs> all right? Uh, even today, uh, attempts by white missionaries to convert blacks to our religion have resulted in absolute failure. And as uh, Pastor Wiki in Indiana puts it, Whenever we try to convert others to our religion, we wind up converting to their religion instead. Yeah, isn't that why it's said that we shouldn't be un unequally joked? Yep, yep. That's so, right. With, with that's non whites, exactly. Yeah, my, so this this uh, uh, this is a, an apologetic article, which uh, I assume. Uh, is, is the official position of Mormonism today. Nevertheless, as I said, I've never wet, met a non-white Mormon. So maybe I should go to Utah and see for myself. <laughs> All right. Okay. Okay. So the lack of success of the church in um, European Latin uh, countries was attributed uh, to a lack of Israelite blood. That's correct. Of, that, yeah. That's right. That was a perfect attribution because only we true Israelites have any interest in understanding the Bible. Nobody else yes. has any interest in it. No. We pretend that they do, but they don't. Back to you. Mm. And other reads it to be able to try to defeat right. us. Right. Yeah. And they may have their own churches and sing hymns and blah, 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 but uh, they're not Israelites. And uh, the Bible says they can't be. They have to be Caucasian. They have to be descended directly from Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Otherwise, they cannot be part of the covenant, period. I mean, Jesus says this very plainly in Matthew 15, 24, where he tells the Canaanite woman, I cannot give you the children's bread. Sorry, I can't give it to you. And But yet the churches are trying to take it away from us. <laughs> yeah, okay. but the crumbs they are getting right. <laughs> right? <laughs> they have to settle for crumbs. So you can see that he has not quoted a single verse of scripture yet. So this is all dogma coming from the Mormon Church. Back to you. Yeah, and try to I don't know to try to whitewash their their past right. in the eyes of the modern day churches. Mm -hmm. The lack okay. of success of the church in European Latin count out, oh, sorry, um, after World War II, in the whole nation stated uh, to fade as the church grew in other con uh, continents, while um, conversions in Europe had already slowed down since the end of 19th century. Yeah, that's because of communism, communism and socialism sweeping across Europe. Yeah, that's the that is the antithesis of of Christianity because right. they so, want to eradicate yeah. us. Okay, the assumed success of converting other races is just a publicity ploy to get donations from uh, out of white pockets, pocketbooks, right? 
So we're having such, we converted all of Africa yesterday. Give us more money so we can convert all of Asia. And it's lies. No, no such conversion has ever taken place. As many missionaries, white missionaries to Africa have said, we, we build them uh, schools, we build them churches, we give them medicine and uh, build them roads and houses and blah, blah, blah. But when we leave, Africa reverts back to paganism. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's, a, it's a horrible failure. It's a waste of our time. We need to strengthen our own faith. We need to be missionaries to the white race because we need it more than anybody in these end times. Back to you. Yeah, I guess that also that maybe that is one of the reasons why they do it because then we put our energy on the wrong, wrong, wrong things. Right. It's just a major distraction, and it's forbidden by Yahweh. Anyhow, we're not supposed, as you said, we're unequally yoked with unbelievers, and these people feign belief. They feign belief. In fact, uh, Colonel Jack Moore wrote about his experience in Korea, where uh, he was enthusiastically uh, converting Koreans, you know, the uh, you know the Asian Koreans to Christianity and uh, you know, the missionaries, the Catholic missionaries, the Jesuits and Protestant missionaries in, in Asia were on the ground, you know, spreading, you know, universalism among those people. Well, one of the women that he personally knew and was friendly with, a Korean woman, and thought that was converted to Christianity, sc- tried to scratch his eyes out when uh, he was paraded uh, in front of uh, the Korean people in that village by the communists. So this woman that he, he thought had, had converted to Christianity literally tried to scratch his eyes out. Okay? That shows you to the extent to which she was converted. Yeah. Mm. yeah. That also yeah. some, you hear that you have an, a big church in in South Korea, that is the biggest one. I don't know about that, but mm-hmm. saying they tried to put up those, what do say, churches from uh, China and say that, oh, they were suppressed by the communists and always tried to get to everybody else. So it's just... Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, so uh, he really... was cured of that universalism pronto <laughs> by that experience. Yes, probably. Mm-hmm. 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 Okay. Mm, let's continue. Uh, second, there was an expanded conception of pre-existence. The original scriptural basis, um, mainly, I don't know what they mean by those. Is this, this Deuteronomy? What is this? D and C? I lost the place, but pre-existence, that is scriptural. Paul talks about the fact that we were uh, created, uh, our, our people were created in the spirit long before the world was created. So pre-existence, there's no doubt about that, okay? And only yeah. the Adamic species was pre-existed. The, the rest of the world, they were created in uh, Genesis. But we were already in existence in the spirit before the world was created. Uh, Paul clearly says that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. And here we have some um, during scriptural basis, mainly D and C, 29. Oh, yeah. yeah. D and C is doctrine and uh, I forgot what the C stands for, the Mormon the Mormon version of the Bible. Uh, okay. So it's from 29 until 36 and 37. Yeah. And 93, uh, 23 under 33. And 
against or, or BR, ABR must mean yeah. Abraham, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I haven't really read any Mormon uh, literature except uh, you know, in, in terms of their biblical beliefs, you know, well, but I've just read Mormon history. But this is, uh, uh, it's very interesting to find out that they actually preached, one, once upon a time, preached a version of Christian identity, the covenant message. They had it right at one time, and now they've got it totally wrong. Back to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, limited uh, comprehension uh, to um, a pre-mortal existence of all in individuals, the calling of the Savior, the exercise of choice with the resulting, quote, war, end quote, that cast out, uh, one-third out. Yeah, the one-third of the uh, angels fell with Lucifer. Yeah, I mean, he's got the basic doctrine correct, you know, so... Why, why change the basic doctrine? I mean, this is biblical stuff. It's just the uh, Mormons have their own version of Scripture just as the Catholics do. The Catholics have what's called a missal, M-I-S-S-A-L, which is a redaction of the Holy Scriptures, which they give out to all Catholics. Okay, so this is the part. <laughs> In other words, this is the part of the Bible that the Catholic Church wants you to believe. Okay. Uh, mm -hmm. Forget the rest of the Bible. This is all you need is the, the stuff, the, the verses we choose and the interpretations we have. So obviously Mormonism has the same type of literature. Back to you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and the presence of, quote, noble and great ones. Mm -hmm. Oh, is that we? Yeah. Well, they were. <laughs> right. Okay. I mean, it's amazing how he wants to deny the nobility of his heritage. It's, it's just incredible. He's a self-hating Mormon. <laughs> He's a self-hating Mormon. Yeah. Uh, okay. Wow. Um, who would be chosen as, quote, rulers, end quote, with Abraham as the prime example. Yeah, but that's true, but yeah, he mocks that's, it. That's biblical. Why? Yes. It is, it is biblical, totally. Um. In the 1850s, Mormons author um, extended this idea of superior premortal value. Very good. They, they uh, used to teach biblical stuff. <laughs> All right. And election. Yeah. Well, the election that Paul preaches is that we might be the leaders, that we might achieve the uh, transformation into our glory bodies at the judgment day. Yeah. There's no guarantee, but uh, the the 144,000, as the Bible clearly says, 12,000 of each of the 12 tribes are Israelites, every last one of them. No inclusion of non-Israelite blood in the 144,000, the wedding feast of the Lamb. The Bible is very specific about that, and it's an exclusive document. So the Mormons used to understand this. Very good. Back to you. Yeah. But as you said, Freemasonry has probably tried to yeah, wash it yeah. away. Amen. Um, to all church members and to their children yet to be born. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And these noble spirits had been set apart to be born in uh, these last days and in privileged 
circumstances. Okay, now that's that's a false statement. It's not privileged circumstances because the fact is that this message is a burden. In order for you, because obviously this person would, I don't know, would he hate us because we have not given up the noble message? This does not give you wealth, knowledge, prestige, or it gives us knowledge, but certainly not prestige in this world. We're supposed to hate the world. And it's obvious that Mormonism has made its compact with this evil world and given up their exclusive relationship with Yahweh and Yahshua. They have given it up. Amazing. Back to you. Yeah, as you said, yeah, this and this knowledge is, as you said, it's it's, it's the truth. It feels good. Yeah. You're happy about it, you know. But still, as you yeah. said, it is kind of a burden to know that because as the more wisdom you have, the more, yeah, the more grief you get. I guess that's Solomon right. said. It's, yeah, the, uh, is, uh, the book of Revelation starts out by telling us how much tribulation we'll have to go through. For you will be hated for my name's sake. Is that a privilege? Well, I guess it is, but not in this world, it isn't. No, they look at you and yeah. think you are crazy. Right, yeah, and call you a racist and a bigot and Nazi and who knows what. That's yeah. Is that a privilege? I don't think so. That's a burden. No. But Yeah, the, yeah. The more, I don't want to use a privileged one, but one that think they are privileged. Yeah. They are the one that yeah. probably will have a bit heated um, yeah, when, when yeah. Yeshua returns. Yeah, uh, who was the poet? White man's burden, <laughs> right? Yeah, okay. Kipling. Yeah, Kipling. But he meant it in the sense that it's the white man's burden to bring the other races up to our level of civilization. Okay, that's what he meant by. But for us, our burden is to keep the faith in the face of all of this meanness and rottenness and name-calling that we have to endure on behalf of our Lord and Savior, Yahshua Messiah. It's not, it's not a... Uh, no real Christian considers himself or herself privileged. Okay. But no. ne nevertheless, our destiny is all tied up in the covenant message. If we reject that, then we have nothing. All right? That's the bottom line. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, the connection with their physical ascendance next fused with mm, British... Israelism and this racialist blood rhetoric. Mm -hmm. <sighs> rhetoric, yeah. Uh, Swamp Fox quotes uh, Yahshua as saying, For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Well, yeah, you can still be lighthearted <laughs> in the face of all of this tribulation that we have to endure. And uh, he also says that uh, you shall be hated for my name's sake, but uh, don't worry about that. Uh, Re rejoice, because your redemption draweth nigh, okay? The, we can only be redeemed by the blood of Jesus Christ, no other way, and because uh, that promise was made only to Israel and no other people, all right? But it is our burden to keep that flame burning so that uh, yeah. it will never be put out, as the Jews and now the Mormons are trying to do. And uh, our, what do you say, our... Um... Our prize for that is not here. It's not in this world anyway. They, no. they, well, they had their, their reward here, that yeah. they are now. Contrast with the Jews, who, whose greed and lust for power and bloodlust are all geared to this world. Now, that's what I call privilege. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah, Not no. persecution, privilege. Yeah. Uh, the most, quote, valent, end quote, in the pre-existence were to be born in the royal lineage of the house of Israel. Amen. Why? The less valent ended up in other races and uh, um, dearest circumstance, including the priesthood ban for uh, blacks. But here he also say royal lineage. Yeah, but he he forgets the house of Judah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Again, he's not quoting any scripture because if he quoted scripture, he would find that uh, this teaching is correct. The exclusiveness of Israel is the correct teaching. It has just been distorted and corrupted primarily by the Jews, but the Judeo churches are doing a bang up job of distorting the scriptures as well in these last days. Yes. So, unintended racism, he uses that expression. Well, white people, birds of a feather flock together. Okay? That's the way it's always been. And the other races, when they flock together, to be among their own kind. Nobody criticizes them for doing that. Nobody criticizes the Jews for hanging out with other Jews. Only we white people are criticized for hanging out with other white people. Again, total hypocrisy. Yeah, it is. Mm -hmm. It is. Uh, yeah, and I don't know why white people can't see that, really. Yeah, that's, that's because they have the white man's burden <laughs> to convert the other races. Oh, God. Yeah. yeah. Now, now okay. they're taking the jab to prove that they're not racist. Oh. All right. Is that a, new, that a trick now from yeah. in, in America? The, the latest bag of tricks. It's a, oh. it's a, yeah, the clown is going down the street dressed, dressed like a, or the actor is going down the street dressed like a doctor in his white smock, handing out free vaccines. That's, that's what's going on, folks. Yeah. All right. Um, in the first half of the 20th century, influential leaders only articulated and confirmed this doctrine of uh, premortal categories, blood lineage, exceptionalism, and, end quote, unintended, end quote, racism. Okay, so... The, the, the fact that Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob only associated with their own kind. I mean, this is biblical. They only associated with their own kind. Uh, Abraham sent uh, a, a guy out to find a wife for his son Isaac from his related tribes, the Arameans. Okay, they were also white. Uh, why uh, uh, is he condemning Abraham for doing that? No, I am, but I... <laughs> Doesn't seem to like it. Yeah. So, uh, what, what he's calling this unintended racism? No, it was Yahweh telling us very plainly in the Old Testament: we are not to intermarry with Canaanites, with Ammonites, with Moabites, etc., etc., etc. Okay. Uh, what don't you understand? So, it's not unintended racism. It is exclusivity, deliberate exclusivity, which is the, what the Bible really teaches and boy mm. talk about the mormon church going south <laughs> degenerating into uh well mormonism <laughs> for lack of a better term universalism etc and, and denial of the truth of the bible okay yeah. they become utterly reprobate that's the word i'm looking for back to you 
Yes, I'm with that. Mm-hmm. It's an is sounds more like an is now. Uh, at the same time, as um, prospects for missionary work increased in more and more countries, Mormon leaders found reasons to affirm the presence of Israelite um, descendants in other parts of the world, as long as they were not black. Okay, well, the, or of any other race. So, again, so Mormonism at one time actually taught Christian identity. And so... Uh, when these changes and how these changes occurred, the author does not really reveal, but let's see. So now he's going to be giving us uh, his opinion of the lineage question. Back to you. Yeah, so he said, the preceding summarize in general lines, the analysts provided by Green and by Mose both provide numerous sources. I wonder who they are. Green. Yeah, I don't know. I've never heard their names before. Mm-hmm. Okay, so where do we stand now on lineage issue? Issue now. Now he will probably get the normal, what do you say, modern day church lineage here. Right, uh, the modern day universalist position of Mormonism against biblical exclusivity is what we're going to get now. Back to you. Yeah, and um, I look. I look first at lineage related to the pre-existence, and next at issue of Israelite blood in Europe. Uh, on the one hand, the notion that, quote, the people of Israel, we are a distinct and noble people in the uh, pre-mortal existence, end quote. Yeah, but that's that's that, true. That's yeah, that's what, that's what the Bible says. <laughs> okay. It's not a notion. Yeah. It's biblical truth. Yeah, again, he, mm-hmm. yeah, the, they want to smack it down, I guess. Right. Uh, and that, um, quote, uh, for or ordination determined to a large extent and individuals placements among tribes and nations end quote seems to remain official doctrine as eag uh, thought through current ces institution institute material with ample uh, quotations from joseph fielding smith and bruce are um, McConkey, but leaving out the parts about the, quote, less valent, end quote. Okay, so the Mormons have retained a watered-down version <laughs> of the identity message, which was taught by Joseph Smith. Okay. Yeah. All right, um, but they're watering it down. You know, let me have a, a, a shot of vodka, please, but no water. <laughs> don't, don't water it down, please. And now, so now what they're serving is a shot of vodka in a quart full of water. That's how they've watered it down, folks. Amazing. Back to you. Interesting yeah. stuff here. Okay. Yeah, the quotations further confirms that Israel is an eternal people. Amen. Uh, mem- yeah. Um, member of that chosen race first gaining their in- inheritance with the faithful in the pre-mortal life. Well and said. Who, I, I couldn't have said it better. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and, quote, the great majority of those who have come into the church are Ephraimites. It is the exception to find one of any other tribe unless it is of Manasseh. End okay, quote. they're of Joseph. Okay, so the Mormons had this idea that they were descendants of the patriarch Joseph. Yeah. Good for them. That's, yeah. yeah. 
Um, on the other hand, uh, specifically uh, since 1978, members of the first presidency and the 12 have repeatedly emphasized universalism, Aha. which is... It's 1978. Mm-hmm. 1978 was the big change. Back to you. Which is attested in both ancient and modern scriptures, and which had never been ignored in previous decades either. I point to a few examples that also refer to race, uh, which seems interesting in view of the notion of pre-mortal, quote, chosen race, end quote, versus other. Howard H. Hunter uh, decried the, uh, quote, stifling traditions based on race, end quote, and started. Okay, so Howard H. Hunter is apparently the leader of this anti-biblical, anti-racial movement among the Mormons, calling it a stifling traditions based on race, unquote. And here's what he says, Michael, you can do the honors (laughs) while I puke, Uh, sorry, (laughs) while I listen. All right. Okay, here's his uh, quote then. Quote, race make no difference. Color makes no difference. Nationality makes no difference. The brotherhood of man is literal. We are all of one blood and the literal spirit offspring of the of our eternal heavenly father. Our common uh, paternity makes us not only literal sons and daughters of eternal uh, parentage, but literal brothers and sisters as well. This is fundamental teachings of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. No, it isn't. It's a brand new doctrine, which which was never taught by Joseph Smith or, or, or any other Mormons until 1978. So he's saying now our fundamental teaching is that race makes no difference. Okay. So this is a major change in doctrine here, uh, something which Joseph Smith never taught, something which the Bible does not teach. So, But you can see the Freemasonry the doctrine here clearly enunciated, the brotherhood of man and the fatherhood of God. Yeah, there. That's also I marked that, the brotherhood of man, that is Freemasonry. Mm-hmm, that's total Freemasonry, folks. Do you need any more proof that Mormonism has been utterly taken over by the Freemasons? Back to you. Yeah, there we have. That's the proof of that. Mm -hmm. Um, James E. Faust affirmed that, quote, no race or class seems superior to any other in spirituality and faithfulness. Really? 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 So those holy rollers in the Pentecostal church, they're, they're just as good as uh, faithful Israelites who obey Yahweh's laws? Uh, you, don't, you don't get any credit for being a faithful Israelite? I don't know. Yeah, this... There's other races uh, don't measure up. They can't, they can't follow a doctrine that's not in their blood. They, they always revert to their own gods and ancestor worship in every, you know, for example, well, even the Japanese, you know, they're Buddhists. It's a waste of time trying to convert them to a religion which is not intended for them. We have no problem with them being Buddhists. Okay? We don't force our religion on them. 
But universalism is forcing itself upon us. Right? That's what's going on. Back to you. Yeah, but that's further hypocrisy. Yep. That's, again, they won't promote nationalism among those other ones, uh, India, Japan, China, everywhere. But we know we yeah. are always opposite. We should be broken down with all kind of tactics. Yeah, and furthermore, this doctrine, this Freemasonic doctrine is always touted as being the solution to all of the world's problems. That all wars will end. Uh, we, uh, <laughs> kumbaya, kumbaya Christianity, uh, just love each other and everything will be fine. No, the, the blacks in South Africa still eat each other. Cannibalism still exists in, in the heart of darkest Africa, and our attempt to convert them to Christianity has not changed that, Michael, has not changed it at all. No, didn't also some of those you know, priests ended up in pots? That's right. Missionaries so, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, let's continue then. Um a statement possibly implying a rejection of more spiritual and more faithful Catholics in the pre-existence. And Boyd K. Um, Packer exclaimed, quote, However, many generations in your mortal ancestry, no matter what race or people you represent, the pedigree no, of your spirit can be written on a single line. You are a child of God, end quote. Oh, well, yeah, that's, yeah that's, that, that's true. Of, only Adam had the breath of life breathed into him by Yahweh in Genesis 2, verse 7. Okay, that, that's true of no other race. Okay, now it's up to us to take that seriously and continue our lineage. And if we don't, then uh, not only is our race doomed, but uh, the planet Earth is doomed too because there will be no opposition to the Luciferian design of the international Jew. Okay, and this is why they're trying to exterminate us with the jab. Yeah. Okay. And the, and he also had this this in this uh, makes this no matter what race or people you represent. So this is more yeah universalism to try to preach here. Yeah, yeah. Let's see all the great men now that are tearing down all the monuments of great white leaders here in America, you know, so who do they replace them with? Communists, <laughs> right? Communists. Mm-hmm. And Black yeah. Lives Matter revolutionaries, also communists. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Gordon B. Um, Hinckley gave a stern warning. Quote, we all rejoiced in the 1978 revelation given to President um, Kimball. I remind you that no man who makes this uh, disparaging remarks concerning those of other races can consider himself a true disciple of Christ. Oh, really? What did Jesus say to those Pharisees? You are a generation of vipers. That's not a disparaging yeah. remark? Yeah, he, he called them viper. <laughs> yeah. Uh, right? And he condemned them to hell. <laughs> right? Yes, because yeah. his words are not found in them. Then they yeah. can never listen. They, they are Pharisees. Yeah. 
Edomites. So again, the, the the Freemasonry this just reeks with Freemasonry, which is of course founded by Jews. At least the version of it uh, since the Illuminati was created on May first, seventeen seventy six. Okay, they had infiltrated Freemasonry, which at that time was merely anti-Catholic. Now it's anti-white as well as anti-Christian. Yeah, isn't that also in there what they say? The Freemasonic Bible, isn't that also very clear in their, what they say, Bible they have? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Okay. And they worship yeah. Lucifer, you know, by their own admission. Yeah, Yeah, they do. I don't like to hear that. Yeah. Um, let us all recognize that each of us is a son or daughter of our Father in Heaven, who loves all his children. Yeah. But but we we're the only ones who are his literal children. <laughs> okay, we were pre preordained before the creation of the world, and so the other races were created in Genesis one. Okay, and uh, but our race was predestined to incarnate for the purpose of overthrowing the Luciferian rebellion here on earth, okay? Because Yahshua said, I saw Lucifer falling from heaven like lightning. So this is Satan's last stand. And we, the true Israelites, are the ones to make sure he loses the battle, okay? That's what we're here for, to put up the resistance until the second coming. Back to you. Yeah, there he is true a loser, so he yeah, will lose. Yeah. Yeah. In the meantime, we get called all kinds of names without doing any hurt to anybody. Right? So, Michael, let me ask you, how many blacks ha have you persecuted in your life? Not a single one. You don't persecute other people. We yeah. stick to our own. We don't yeah. persecute others. We, we call out evildoers. That's right. How many Jews yeah. have you persecuted? I don't persecute either. We, we call out the, yeah. the action they are doing. So what have we done wrong? Why are they calling us evil Nazis when we have done nothing wrong? Exactly. We only yeah. point out evildoers. That's right. And that and what is yeah. the problem with that? I cannot understand really that if I'm yeah. pointing out when people are lying are right. evildoers, and yeah. that's that's hateful for them. That, that's a crime today. Yeah, that is a crime today. So to to speak the truth is a crime, <laughs> right? Yeah, because then, when people hear it, they have to take actions. They have mm -hmm. to either, either they have to live in the lies, because it's easier to have a good lie, than to re realize right. you've been lied to. Yeah, so these quotations from these Mormons from 1978 onward are just dripping with a feigned love of other races. Because these guys making these pronouncements don't even believe it themselves. However, if they want to get along with the Freemasons and the Jews, this is what they must teach. The same thing as 501c3, you cannot criticize homosexuals, you cannot criticize Jews, to, and, and retain your taxes and status. You will be, well, you will be shamed, publicly shamed if you do that, okay? But uh, this is the uh, nature of the great uh, apostasy Predicted by Paul in Second Thessalonians chapter two. Again, note. Uh, well, he hasn't quoted the Bible. He has quoted, uh, you know, the uh, the writings of Joseph Smith, but which are based on the Bible. But uh, this idea that uh, these descendants are uh, of Israel are primarily from the house of Joseph, 
I was not aware of this. It, Mormons once believed this, okay? And it's probably true, okay? Mm-hmm, yeah. Uh, okay, let's continue. Um, let us all recognize that each of us is son or daughter of our Father in heaven who loves all his children. Yeah, more of this universalistic uh, That's right. garbage. Total Blah. universalism. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I feel your pain. Yeah. <laughs> Um, in th- 2006, a clarifying ensign article about, quote, life before birth, end quote, strictly limits inf- information to the scriptures without any mention of a premortal chosen race or lineage based on merits obtained in the first stage. Okay, so that's referring to some Mormon document, which, uh, but it's very clear that the Bible tells us that our people are descended from the you know, the Elohim, who, who did not rebel, okay? The Jews are descendants of those who did rebel. Big difference. Yeah, um, okay. that they hate. They yeah. they are, yeah, they, they want to have that birthright back. Esau hates us so much, and he's the descendants. Satan is the prince of this world, sir, <laughs> Mr. Mormon. And you have made common cause with Satan by your anti-scriptural doctrine. Yes. That's what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. That is, I don't know, get, easy to get along with, uh, the, the, with Satan. Yeah. Apparently, and you get a lot of money, yeah. I guess. That's also yeah. why you do it, probably. And he stops harassing you. <laughs> but at, at what price? The price of your potentially immortal soul? Yeah. yeah, because you want mm-hmm. that good time, end quote, uh, good yeah. time here on earth when you are in this world. Yeah. What would they make of the doctrine that we Israelites are supposed to be the city on the hill, the shining light, and that all nations would flow unto our nations, which they have, because they they want our prosperity, but they don't want to work hard. And that's what we, as the white race, have had to do, work very, very hard to create this upscale and highly advanced civilization, which no other people has ever been able to accomplish. Okay, It's done through hard work and through the organizing principle of Christianity. Without those two things, none of this would have happened. And no other race is capable of doing it, period. That's something today, unfortunately, that the modern-day whites seem to ignore pretty yeah. hard. Yeah. Yeah. Show me the cathedrals uh, built in Africa by blacks. Show me those. Yeah, but they, they does not really one. exist. Yeah, they, they don't. It never happens. It never will. No, they are here in Europe. Yeah, in, yeah uh, right. Europe yeah. And also yeah. in and America, they also build magnificent buildings. Yeah, they moved to Europe and claimed to have built it. <laughs> right? Yes. Okay, let's see if we can make one more uh, before we are, because yeah. then, then I think we are out of time. Right. Okay, at the same time, in um, conformity with Joseph Smith's um, dynamic, uh, dynamic incorporation of both lineage and universalism, church authorities continue to use the uh, imagery of the Abrahamic covenant and the house of Israel with emphasis on its all-encompassing nature. Okay, I don't see where Joseph Smith 
was universalist. I don't see that. You know, none, nothing I've read except the modern version of Mormonism, which has, in fact, as we're finding out from this article, rejected Joseph Smith's emphasis on Israelite lineage. Okay, so I think he's trying to project this on Joseph Smith where it doesn't belong. Back to you. Yeah, they want to make him to look that he he yeah. believed in this. They want to paint picture something about him. Right. Yeah, and so <laughs> these changes did not happen until 1978. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. In Mormon doctrine, indeed, universalism does not exclude the continued recognition of Israel as a separate people. Hence, oh. in the Book of Mormon, the predicted fruitful and um, Interactions between the Gentiles and the scattered house of Israel for the salvation of both, as illustrated in um, Sienos' allegory of the olive tree, Jacob 5. Yeah, yeah but, but uh, that, um, right. those Gentiles are the nations, they are the, they are the, the, the lost tribe of Israel, they are the ones that have yeah. lost their identity. Exactly. They are the scattered ones. Yeah. They are yeah. the scattered uh, that are scattered abroad. Those are those nations that they're speaking yeah. about. They're not Gentiles, the heathens, maybe, but they can never be grafted in. That's right. There's the broken off branch that Paul refers to, not an outside tree. It's the broken off branch. He was referring to Zarajuda, which was broken off the Israel tree during the Egyptian captivity and did not go with Moses, you know, through the Exodus. But that, that's who he's talking about. He's not talking about other races. So again, we see that the uh, by doctoring the New Testament and reinterpreting it f- according to J- Jewish universalism, and that's where this comes from, it's Jewish ideology that uh, has been thrust upon what's today called Judeo-Christianity, which reinterprets the scripture to be non-exclusive. But the covenant message is exclusive. It does not deviate from that. Only human uh, error deviates from it. Back to you with a few minutes left. Yes. So James E. Faust declared, quote, believing Gentiles, even though not of the bloodlines or genealogical ancestry of Israel, became adopted into the house of Israel. And, And, quote, no, that is wrong. Yeah. We have proven this wrong many, many times on this show and others, that again, it's the broken off branch Paul is talking about, not other branches from different trees, okay? And that that simile is very important, because even today, if you graft an orange branch onto an apple tree, that branch will continue to grow oranges, not apples, okay? It will will produce its own kind of fruit. Yeah. Very important simile. Kind. Mm-hmm. Kind after kind. Inside. There you go. All right. So uh, it, it, it's the multicultural tree that they're pretending uh, is is approved by Yahweh God, and it's not approved by Yahweh God. It's just approved by the Freemasons, okay, and the Jews, of course. Yes, so here we have then, Darlene H. Oaks said, quote, The Book of Mormon promises that all who receives and act upon um, the Lord's invitation to repent and believe in his Son uh, become the covenant people ah, of the Lord. Okay, well, this is dispensationalism. 
the uh, Mormon church has utterly adopted dispensationalism, rejecting the Jews because they, they executed Christ, so they, they, but they don't even make that accusation anymore. They, they simply say the Jews rejected Christ, but they falsely identify the Jews with Israel. And uh, now, of course, the church, in this case, the Mormon church, replaces Israel. But the Bible does not teach this. Maybe the Book of Mormon teaches it, but the Bible does not teach it. Mm-hmm. Folks, you know, we can see how the Bible has been distorted by all kinds of modernist versions of Judeo-Christianity, and Mormonism is just another version of that nonsense. Thank you, Michael, for running us through this. Uh, it was interesting to me when and how the Mormon Church changed and became universalist. All right. So we have the answer from this document. Thank you very much, Michael. Thanks for listening. Praise Yahweh, pass the ammunition. Israelites, we'll be seeing you on Voice of Christian Israel a little bit later. Take care. Yahweh bless everybody. God bless you all. Goodbye for now. Okay.